What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, hello, good people, and welcome to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. Thank you so much for joining me today. When this airs, it will be New Year's. So I just want to say Happy New Year to everyone. I, I don't know, for some reason, I've been saying 2020-22, the best is yet to come. So with that, everyone take a deep breath. <sighs> just release any negativity, any energy that you've been holding on to that's heavy, that's holding you down, any negative emotions or thoughts that are holding you down or fears that are holding you down, just release it and surrender and trust that the universe, God, the one source energy has your back and has your highest good in mind for you today. And so thank you for joining me. My mission, I'm a psychologist. I have been practicing mental health for 23 years in private practice, but since the pandemic, for the last two years, I have been doing um, telehealth, virtual therapy. And so I am open to coaching with you. If you need support, if you're dealing with anxiety or stress or depression or just situational changes that every human being experiences, please coach with me. Let me be your coach. And I have some coaching specials going on right now, uh, packages of three, six, and 12 with um up to uh, $300 off. And I just really want to support you on this journey. And I always say mental health is human health, because if you are human, you are going through the life changes that every human being goes through. And it's, it's natural. Um, and it's your journey. And it's for a purpose of growth and learning and love, and really beginning to uh, nurture that unconditional love with yourself is really key. And that's what I'm all about. And my uh, special guest today, uh, Christopher, Dr. Christopher Macklin is back for part two. And that's where we're going. So please learn more about me at my website. It's healthyminds.expert, minds, M-I-N-D-S, dot expert. You all know I'm a daily user of CBD Don't know what I would do without it. For me, it is really my plant uh, base medicine because it helps me feel calm and focused. And so check out again on my website, learn more about CBD at healthyminds.expert. So I want to bring back for part two, my special guest, Dr. Christopher Macklin, and I have been participating in his weekly free global healing meditation since our first meeting. Um, I want to say about a month ago, he does it three times a week. It's at the uh, global, wait, hold on, globalenlightenmentproject.com. And I just have to say out there, this is 
such a healing space, such a phenomenal, unconditional, loving, without judgment space. And so if you want to be a part of this global project of healing and unconditional love, you have to check it out and it's free. Um, and so Dr. Christopher Macklin is a health and wellness practitioner, author, and global spiritual messenger. Dr. Christopher Macklin is a powerful channeling medium and healer from England. He utilizes divine healing techniques cultivated to help people recover from all types of illness. He is able to heal many people simultaneously with rebalancing the body's energy field by clearing chakra points and cleansing the body's meridian fields, removing blockages and negative energies. And he has been doing this for uh, years and he has helped thousands of clients a month internationally, providing a full range of healing services, again, that address physical, mental, and emotional issues. Um, him and his wife, Amanda, founded the Global Enlightenment Project to serve an awakening humanity and to support the healing needs of people all over the earth. And um, and I love him. So welcome back. Thank you so much Yay, for your time. Right. Thanks for having us. Bless your heart. I was just thinking, are you describing me? Are you sure about me? <laughs> that is definitely you. And I just love, you have just so much great humor and wit. And it just, again, it lightens your, it just lightens your energy. And we all need that. And so I just wanted today, you know, for part two, I just like, you know, I want to go back to, you know, you had this idea of finding our way back home. And I just feel like the last two years, people have been so lost with the pandemic, losing jobs, financial stress, changes in family dynamics, separation of family from those who get the vaccine, those who don't help us, Christopher, find our way back home. Yeah, it's been a, it's been an amazing time. It really has. But actually, again, I always look at the, you know changes like this. Profound changes are the best things that are going to help you grow. And people say, "Well, it doesn't feel like it." Well, it really is. It's just, um, and I found that you know a lot of people, you know, even spiritual evolved people, are there's been a bit of kind of separation between people who are really getting it and setting their boundaries and getting healthy back to their sovereign self. And the people who are giving their power away and, oh, you know, okay. And it's even been a separation of the spiritual community, but but it's been a great one. You know, my opinion on all this, and of course, you know, you can, <laughs> who's right or wrong? And the answer is there's no right or wrong with anything, you know. My opinion is that, you know, it's important to set boundaries. Whatever you believe in is what you believe in, and, and that's right for you. So, you know, again, we talked about judgment before the show started. It's so important to me to never judge people. You know, their perception, my, my father, you know, thinks all the stuff is amazing and everything else. And, and that's great, you know. And I had a word with him one day because I kind of half fell out with him because he's, he's passive aggressive, he's narcissistic anyway, but that's that's another story. But I sat him down and said, look, Dad, you know, you believe in all the stuff and I don't. So who's right or wrong? And the answer is there's no right or wrong. Your belief and your research and what's going on in the world is your belief and I'm going to honor you for that, you know, because that's okay. And my belief is different. You should honor me for that as well. But you can never judge, you know, people's perception is their perception and it's right in their eyes. So, but, you know, it doesn't mean to say you have to uh, engage with that. Uh, you can still love people, but I think it's really important now, especially for the separation of families, 
you know, it used to be just separation of religion and politics, everything else. Now it's actually really entrenched in the family. And I'm seeing a lot of people really stressed out by this. And I think what you've got to do is take a step back and allow yourself to grow and think, well, you know, that's their life journey. Whatever they do, uh, it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong, is their purpose and their life journey. And that's okay. Honor them for it, you know, bless their hearts. And your life journey is different, I would guess, you know. And so I think the main thing is don't judge them, you know. Uh, if you have to set boundaries, I mean, I'm finding a lot of families have got this separation where vax versus no vax and you can't come to my house. Well, you know, okay, well, don't go to the house then. But but don't take it personally, you know. As, as starseeds, we, we're really empathic. So, you know, it can crush you if you're not careful. But if you set the boundaries, oh, bless them, you know, it's their deal and... Uh, if I can't go or can go, you know, you've got to take a step back from it and not ingest that emotion. And you're think, saying, you're saying, I'm sorry, you're saying don't take it personal. It's no, not a personal, personal attack against you. No, no, it's just their belief. So if you actually, if you actually observe instead of ingest, you know, if you observe, oh, bless you, you know, you've got the belief of that, you know, I don't buy into that, whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is. If you, if you're not comfortable with it, then, don't be a people pleaser, just set a boundary, said, okay, you know, I'm going to love you, but it's got to be at a distance, you know, and I think that's really important nowadays, and taking your power back, you know, you have all the power, you are your own guru, you know, all the days of the guru, they're gone, you know, forget that, you know, I don't believe in gurus, I mean, I'm just, I view myself as a facilitator to help people get back to their sovereign guru self, you know, um, that powerful being we are, you know, and I see it every day. People wake up and, oh, wow, you know, the, the change in people's, it's so exciting. I think a lot of um, what causes that tension, though, is that people get so set on their beliefs. They get so rigid and fixed on a set of beliefs that, to me, oftentimes doesn't necessarily serve them in a higher way or in a higher good. And the challenge is getting them to step back and detach from those beliefs and yeah. question them. That's right. Yeah. And, and actually, you know, observe what's happening and uh, maybe see things in a different way, but, you, but you're right. You know, people have set beliefs and they're in this matrix and there's nothing you can do. There's just blinkers. And, you know, some, some people there's nothing to do. You just kind of waste your time. But for a lot of people, you know, little by little, you can just help nudge them and open those blinkers out, you know, and that, wow, I didn't realize, and suddenly the whole world changes. Yeah. I mean, often people say, well, there must be something not hijacked on this world. Uh, let me see. Uh, air's hijacked. Um, religions, a lot of religions are hijacked. Politics is hijacked. Uh, food's hijacked. You know, everything's everything's been affected. And so, again, you, you, you're responsible for how you operate. Uh, but I always encourage people to step back from this matrix, get out of it, and, and really look at, Look for a thing that's going to really excite you. You know, how many times do you hear and I hear, I don't belong on the planet. I think God dropped me off at the wrong planet, you know, and I said, well, you're on the right planet, but it's just not an easy one to operate on. So you volunteered, so you got to get on with it. So it's, it's time to sort of take a step back and look for the things that really give you passion, both in your family, you know, if you love cooking or you love painting, go do it, you know, and, and spend some time. People say, well, I don't have time to do it. You've got to make time. And I think, you know, it's like this. I, I love healings. I absolutely adore it. Uh, it's a way of life. But sometimes I have to get away from it. How do I get away from it? I go do cooking. You know, I love cooking. 
And so, you know, you can put the passion, have a glass of wine, have some fun, you know, doing all the dishes. Uh, and, you know, when you make these dishes and you see the joy in people's face, like, wow, this is gorgeous. You know, you're such a great chef. I'm not a chef. I'm, I just put love in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I enjoy it, you know, and you just got to find something. A couple of things in life that really give you that burning passion. And I think that's really important. Yeah, and, and I think that a lot of people want that and, and, and have a passion for things, but the money comes up, right? Especially during this oh, pandemic, yeah. people have literally been forced to, to transition as far as careers, get new training or certifications to change jobs. And money seems to be such a pressing stressor and issue that it interferes with people doing what, what they love. Because they have to oh, do yeah. what pays the bills. What makes money. But actually, what you love can pay the bills if you really step out in faith. And, you know, when I when I went bankrupt, 2007, I went bankrupt, millions of dollars. I had a Bentley, all this nonsense that I didn't need. But anyway, it taught me about stuff. And I went bankrupt and I spent four years, sometimes without no food, nowhere to live. I was living out the back of a Volkswagen Polo. And I had all my pantaloons in there and shirts. <laughs> the car's small and I'm six foot five, but, but I made it work for a bit, you know, and I used to stay with people sometimes. And I remember, you know, I was in a hotel one night and some guy said, well, what do you do? And I talked to him and said, well, you know, so where are you staying tonight? I, said, I don't know. He goes, look, healing hotel room. How does that sound? Yay. So I did a healing. He got me a hotel room, loved it. And so, you know, the, God creates things. People always look at the money side, you know, oh, it's got to be about the money. But, you know, I always look at the instruments you need, whatever it is, the instruments you need to make this work. I mean, we have forty, fifty thousand $50,000 worth of IT equipment. We've got 15 computers. Why do we need all them? Well, you know, it's, it's to operate so that we can actually support the people we're working with. We have 10 staff and all this other thing. And it's grown. But when I first started, you know, um, I came over here and I hated money. I hated it. Can't stand bills and money and accounting and because I've gone bankrupt. And then one day, you know, I was doing healings. I got a lettuce and a few tomatoes and all this sort of thing. And, and I thought, well, this is not working. You know, I can't pay the electric bill, or, you know. And so I phoned this pastor, phoned me up. And she, you know, she's actually from Unity Church. And she said, come and have a coffee with me. I want to talk to you about something. Okay, so we're sitting down having a coffee. She goes... I know you don't like money. I said, I hate it. She goes, well, she said, look, if somebody, if you do a healing and someone gives you some tomatoes, like a couple of pounds of tomatoes, can you pay your electric bill with that? Will they accept the tomatoes? No. Uh, what about if you go for a haircut? Will they have a lettuce and slice of ham? No. She says, what do they need? Money. She goes, but what's the difference? You know, the, the, the bills are energy. So is the food. So she said, what's the difference? It's just energy. Oh, well, yeah, you're right. So I got over myself pretty quickly. <laughs> and we set it up and, you know, then it was it was great. But, you know, build it, they'll come. Nothing happened. So I was waiting for three months. Well, I've opened the office and where's the people? We had a few people come in, but, you know, nothing like. And then one day I said, okay, God, it's not funny. What's happening? Why are we getting clients? And they said really loud, it's within, get out there. Oh, okay. So as soon as I got out there, it took off, you know. And first place I went is Unity Church uh, in um, St. Petersburg in Florida. And they have a big bookshop there. So nobody's heard of me. And 
just turned up there. There's about 120 people waiting, and there's people banging on the door. They locked the doors because of fire regulation. So people get all mad because they couldn't come in. And what on earth do they want to come see me for? <laughs> it's about the energy. You know, I did a deal with God. I said, look, God, I can't stand the accounts. You do the accounts. You do the sales. Uh, you do the IT, all that. I just want to do the healing. And I said, okay. And ever since I did that deal with God, it sounds crazy, but I've never had to worry about anything. You know, people just come. I've had people phone up and say, your browser just came in. Your your website came in my browser. I was just sitting there. I wasn't even touching the computer. And it just turned up. So God does create things if you really believe it. But the belief is complete surrender. God's got my back. We're okay. And just focus on, don't worry about the money. Don't even look at the bank account, you know, half the time. I mean, obviously, I have to look at it because I have to pay people. But, but you know, it's always there. You know, you never have to worry. It's just that step in faith. I love that. I love that. Tell us a little bit about the healings that you do. Well, um, the healing three times a week, we do it by donation. You know, if people have no money, please come on. Never shame yourself because I've been, listen, I've been there. I've got the T-shirt. I've had no food or anything. And we do an hour healing. We, we cover a lot of big things that people have issues with, you know, discs, lower back. Uh, we deal with MS, uh, Parkinson's to a level. Uh, we apply uh, an, a particular energy to pathogens or stealth pathogens like Lyme disease, HIV, AIDS, Agent Orange. Uh, and, you know, we work on Epstein-Barr, we work on heart, we work on the intestines, we work on the liver, kidneys, thyroid pituitary, um, work on things like strokes, you've had a stroke. I run it for four hours, so it's it's good, you know. It really gives people help, you know. Uh, if they've got some real deep things, like they've got cancer or they've got a really bad stroke, then you probably need to do one-to-one -one or specialised groups. And I do those, um, you know, all week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, and uh, Thursday, Friday. So, you know, we do a lot of healing. We work on thousands of people a week, as you've probably seen. So, and, you know, and I love it because to see the changes is amazing. You know, it really is. But we put this healing on because I want to make sure, because it's a 501c3, it's a, it's a charity. I want to make sure everyone gets a healing, you know, so it's really important to me. And that's what I love about um, doing the, um, attending your weekly um, healing meditations. It's because not only is it free, but it also allows you to be in the space with other people. And I wonder if that combined energy is like synergistic, like it just makes the healing more powerful because people are coming with a similar intention to heal and exchange love. Oh yeah. And you know, and they get to know each other, like they're, they're posting, I don't even saw it, but posting at the side, like, hi, you know, Betty or whatever, you know, and they're, they're talking to each other. I think it's wonderful because it's, you know, the, the thing is about being uh, really deeply spiritual is it's, it's very lonely. I mean, most people don't have any friends. We have probably, uh, we have a doctor and his wife. The doctor is an MD, but he, he really gets this stuff and he, he looks at alternative. You know, he's the only person in Branson who will give people um, a marijuana certificate, you know, because everyone else is, you know, doesn't believe in it. So he's an amazing guy and he won't, he won't give people, you know, uh, morphine and things like that. He tries to treat it with CBD and all this sort of thing, you know, which is brilliant. So he's a really good doctor and his wife. And then we've got, you know, uh, a lawyer and his, his wife, and that's about it, you know. And people think, you must have loads of friends. But we don't, you know. Uh, we have lots of acquaintances and, you know, people on on, on the um, healings who love us, but they're elsewhere. So 
it actually also facilitates people belonging somewhere because everyone needs to belong somewhere, I think, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that right now, because people have been dealing with so much isolation, social isolation, dealing with fear, dealing with, you know, um, being um, uncertain about the future and a lot of worry, I think that that also creates more distance between people. And we were talking about in the beginning how we really need to come back home. We need to bring people back to the family. And yeah. I think you do that when you're doing these global and community meditation healings through energy. Can you talk a little bit about the healing through energy? Because I think a lot of people are still new to this idea that you can be healed through energy and not necessarily a pill that you take or an instrument that you apply or that you go through or you're attached to. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I use a portaling system. So I was born as a Bacuzdeck bee, and I got 84% kind of DNA of the Bacuzdeck, you know, so I was spliced at birth. That's why I have an issue with my father. But what we do is we actually put portals. They, the Bacuzdeck beings are from the ultimate dimension. So what we do is open a portal, eight portals from the ultimate dimension, put it around people, and then bond it into uh, 27 esoteric Merkabah fields. That means that they're actually in a place a sacred space where no entities or things can get in, and then you can perform healing. Um, energy really helps. You know, one of the things about energy is it really helps get the vibration up. So uh, one of the things we also do is things like psychic surgery. Like, you know, a lot of people on this planet have hundreds of thousands of layers of emotion, way too much. That's why people are sick, depressed, whatever. And also empty attachments. You know, entities, uh, draconians, anarchy, uh, they used to be greys. They've been swept off the planet. There's snake beings. There's Luciferians. You know, Jesus, if you look at Jesus' teachings, I mean, he wasn't a Christian, but if, if you look at his teachings, he talked about demonic entities, and there's a whole slew of them. So, you know, if you remove them, when people are low vibration, of course, these entities, uh, they're in the same space, but different time. You can't see them. And I, I have the gift of seeing them. But, oh, okay, you've got an attachment. So if you remove it, you know, that goes a long way to actually shift in the whole uh, persona, you know, and getting the vibration up because Anunnaki Draconians, they're tapping the lower back, they send you negative thoughts like you're useless and, you know, Draconians are even worse. They, they're all about suicide and really pushing people to really end it. Uh, with Draconian, uh, with Anunnaki, they just tend to sit with you and just, you know, oh God, that was a useless day and you get all these thoughts in your head. Where are these coming from? Oh, it's the big old being that's attached to me. You always know Anunnaki draconians because they sit in the abdomen, so the abdomen gets really bloaty. It paralyzes the intestines to the end of the cage down. So as you eat, it gets further down. You feel blur. You're not digesting your food properly. You know, uh, It also hangs on the shoulders or neck, so shoulders are always tight, even though you don't have stress. Oh, my God, my shoulders are tight. And uh, also, it's by tapping the lower back, even though it's a spirit, it damages over a period of time the L4, L5 disc. And if you look at loads of people, they've always got disc issues, L4, L5, it's got a bulge on it. Oh, why is that? You know, I haven't really slipped a disc, and that's because empty attachments. You know, I would say probably 98% of people who come for healings, the first session, they've always got an attachment. You know, once you've removed it, and um, if you say the prayers to keep the things out, whilst you're getting your vibration up, to me, that's key. Because once you get, you know, if, if these beings are vibrating here, if your energy is right up here, you're like a brick wall. They can't get into your energy field because it's too strong. So 
again, it's the facilitator to get to that place where you're leaping out of bed in the morning going, oh my God, I feel incredible, you know. That's key to me. That's interesting that you talk about the the thoughts that come in and the emotions that come in because so many times, interesting, as I'm doing my counseling, people will talk about, you know, a, a heavy emotion came over me or this negative thought just persists and that I don't know where it comes from. And it's interesting because I often tell people it may not be yours. It may not be true. You know what I mean? It's considered a suggestion. And if that suggestion is not serving you in a healthy way or making you feel good, you know, feeling in love with yourself or feeling, you know, loving in nature, then it's not serving you in a healthy way and you've got to eliminate it. Are there other ways to eliminate it besides the energetic healings? Um, well, once you've removed the anti, those thoughts go immediately. But of course, the thing about it, because the level of like hundreds of thousand layers of emotion behind by the heart chakra, which bleeds into the adrenals, bleeds into the thyroid, of course, you feel absolutely exhausted. Um, what the McKeel's dead beings do is they go in within those onion layers and they say, okay, what's your biggest emotion affecting you right now? And they pluck that out. It's energetic, but they pull it out. So you can feel a tightness release. I don't even felt it on the, um, you know, on the healings. And then they... They only do 27 of those healings because if you take 27 biggest layers of motion of people, it's a lot, you know, one go. But on one-to-one -one specialized groups, we do 81, 162, 324. You know, you can build up to that once you've released a lot of the big emotion. But um, there's also meditations. I mean, we have the brain series, you know, things like ADD, ADHD, OCD. You know, if you look at it, of course, you've ingested emotion, you've got anxiety, uh, then it develops into something like ADD. There's obviously, I think there's seven levels of ADD. It depends. But, you know, these emotions create patterns. And then what happens is the neurochemical balance, the, the glands in the brain go off balance because of the stress, you know. So the GABA, serotonin, which comes from the adrenals, but the GABA, dopamine that comes in the brain, that all gets off whack. And then you've got OCD. I mean, I've got OCD, but I've learned to tailor it now, you know, um, I've only got OCD about pantaloons. That's about it. <laughs> but I think I think it was because I was, you know, homeless, living out of a car. So I was buying pantaloons, and Monday goes, "Oh my God, you got eighty-four pairs. Why have you got eighty-four pairs?" I don't know. I'm just happy because you know I've got eighty-four pairs of pantaloons. But, I love that pantaloons. <laughs> pantaloons, yeah. I always say to the clients when we're doing healings, you know, it's gonna the energy is gonna blow your pantaloons off, you know. So. Uh, but, uh, tell tell but, us more. Go ahead. Go ahead. So the, the brain series, what it does, is it releases the emotions uh, directly correlating to the ADD, ADHD. It does nine releases. And then they actually go and do psychic surgery. They could actually work on the glands to actually clear the uh, energy around them. So the glands start freeing up. So they put, so the neurochemical balance rebalances, you know, so. Yeah. They've had profound effects. I do work with psychiatrists and psychologists, and they've used these meditations instead of Largatrol and, and all these drugs and stuff. You know, they, they rebalance pretty quickly. So it's been quite exciting. And, and I know. Have... Sorry, but. No, I was just going to say, I also notice in the healings that you do that you do feel lighter after the yeah. healing. You just energetically, you just feel lighter. Yeah. We also have a protocol, which is a new thing for, uh, it's basically manufactured diseases. Uh, and what it does is, you know, more it does it deals with Lyme, HIV, AIDS, uh, Agent Orange, 
more gallons and other stuff, nanotechnology. It strips it out of the body. So how does it do that? Well, <clears throat> the Mekusdat beings are responsible for creating their Kashuk records because it stops people from manipulating past timelines. But we have the gift to be able to split someone's timeline in two they're on right now. So what they do is they split the timeline. You go on a path of divine alignment, complete wellness, and all the stuff in the body goes on a timeline to the sun. So as the timeline separates, it's really weird, this. I mean, it's a 20-week program, but as the time separates, this stuff actually strips out the body. And it's had, we've got rid of Morgellons, you know, HIVAs, Agent Orange, and all these things. Um, but it's a 20-week program. And one of the things about that is after about 10 weeks when the timelines are 100% separated, it doesn't mean sell the stuff's out of the body. But what it means is the the vibration of your body is high enough so you can actually invoke a DNA change. So how do we do that? Well, they repair the first cell in the um, sacral point. So they repair the chromosomes, connect the helix together, and reset that DNA back to the blueprint of the Akasha records. And then that goes on to the next cells, and they just keep doing it until... That's why I take, that takes about 10 weeks, because you've got billions of cells in your body. But to, but it does send people pretty bipolar, you know, whilst we're doing it, because it's changed their whole being. It's amazing, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, I know you, you're you're speaking in detail about the energetic work that you do, the healing that you do. And so we don't have much time. We've got about a minute and 15 seconds. Tell my listeners who are really interested in this energetic healing, this global community of healing, where can they learn more about you and the work that you do and uh, participate? Yeah, the, the best thing is to go onto the uh, website, globalenlightenmentproject.com, and uh, just have a look at the website, you know, and uh, you can sign up for the healings three times a week, you know, um, and uh, we also have one-to-one -one sessions. You could phone the office or email the office, and uh, also specialized groups. They're a bit different. They're cheaper, and what we do is we have 20 people on it. I speak to everyone first, you know, and then once we've spoken to everyone, we have a list of all the things we need to work on, and then... We work on those things, you know, uh, as a group. So that's pretty amazing. And people love it, actually, because, again, it's about being on a group. Yeah, you know, we're trying to encourage, you know, to try and get people back. We also have a thing which is free as well on Friday called Enlightened Heart Sharing Circle. So you can join that. It's free and people join it. We have about 200 people <clears throat> over a period of probably four or five hours where people come on and off. And you could just be there and share, you know, because we're all about community. I want to try and get people back to some sort of community. And I don't, I don't police it, you know. Uh, my mother-in-law, you know, takes care of it. And it's just about people sharing things, you know, sharing your gifts, talking to each other and having fun. That's on a Friday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central Time. So plenty of love things it. to get involved with. <laughs> I love it. Love it. I just want to say thank you so much for giving of your time, giving of your beautiful energy, your healing, you know, gifts <laughs> and um, just thank you. Oh, bless you. Thanks, Dr. Ergo. Thanks for having me on. It's been absolutely great. Bless your heart.